welcome to episode 12 of The Elephant in the Room. Uh, my name is Matt Lawson and today I'm going to set a dystopian nightmare for you. I'm going to talk about um, the dystopian future. This is really if we do nothing to change where everything's heading in the right world right now. I'm going to talk it through uh, like I'm a living uh, life, um, a day in the life of 2035 and where I think things will be up to worldwide by then. So it's happening quite quickly. Um, but I'll speak about it like I'm in that time. And then at the end of the episode, I'll speak about why I think all these different things are coming and how they're getting put into place. So here we go. Starting with a typical day in 2035, you wake up in the morning um, to your alarm, but it's actually um, not a station you've set the radio to. Your smart house um, sets the alarm with the, the um, news playing. So it broadcasts whatever news they decide they want you to hear. When I say they, this is the government. So it's a little bit like Big Brother on 1984. So you're listening to the music. Um, you can hear the kettles already going out in the kitchen and your toast pops up, but it's not normal bread. This is uh, government bread. So it, it's gluten free tastes free, um, doesn't have any natural grains, it pops up. Your margarine, which is now um, manufactured in a large AI plant, is sitting in the fridge. Um, you go through your fridge, when you open the fridge, it says, welcome, um, thank you for opening the fridge today. Try to choose the products that use the lowest carbon footprint. And on the outside of the fridge, when you close the door, it actually tells you what every single item in your fridge, based on its weight and the uh, photo that's getting taken inside the fridge, what its carbon footprint actually is. And you know um, on your phone, you've got an app that tells you every single day how much carbon you're using through your bank accounts and through your purchasing. So basically everywhere you go to shop, um, everything you buy has a carbon um, credit score to it. Um, it goes straight through into your bank. Um, and then, yeah, basically you have a credit score for how much carbon you can use each month. So you eat your breakfast. Um, you're getting constant reminders on your phone of the things you need to do with your day. Now, you've got to remember it's 2035, so there's no more jobs, no jobs like what the jobs used to be. So you're now on um, a pension, so you're basically on a universal pension, universal basic income that everyone in your little smart city has. Now, your apartment is in a, a group of about 400 apartments. Every single one of them is the same. There's no uniqueness to any of these apartments. As you walk up to the door, You've, of course, got your little chip in your thumb, so you, you wipe your chip next to the door and it opens the door up for you to leave. Now, as you leave the apartment, you don't really know where you're going to go for the day, but you do know that you can only travel within your 15-minute city. You, you only have a radius of around about five kilometres of space that you can travel in. Now, cars are a thing of the past. You no longer have a car. You can use your um, chip in your thumb to get ride shares if you need to. Um, and share a car with someone heading towards the areas that are around you. The only people that really have jobs now are the people that work um, monitoring AI and, and the ones that program the AI. Pretty much everyone else has no work. Remember, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. So you leave your rental, you go outside, um, you've already uh, wiped your chip through to uh, get a, a share ride. So you go downstairs there's people whizzing around on their little scooters that they've, they've got from their, um, using their, their chip as well. Again, they can only ride the scooters a certain amount of times a week because it will uh, have an impact on their carbon credit score. So you go downstairs. Um, of course, you're wearing all polyester. Um, all the clothing's made by AI now. So again, 
all your clothing has carbon credit scores. So you only have two outfits that you can purchase per year. So you're really going through clothes um, in a really careful manner, although you don't really do anything anymore. You don't really go out. You try not to use the gym because even using the gym uses a lot, the lights of the gym, which uh, is going to blow your credit score out as well. So you go downstairs, jump into the share car, and it takes you down to the local cafe. Now, as you walk into the local cafe, of course, <clears throat> the facial recognition systems there pick up on your face as you walk in. And they put an order up on the board uh, and say, would you like this? This is your usual order. Now, to make a change is a bit hard because then you've got to work out all the different carbon footprints of what you buy. So you usually just get a, a mug of coffee um, and you get something to eat, sometimes a bacon sandwich. Remember, of course, this bacon's um, thermal printed bacon, so you don't have to worry about you know the carbon footprint of it. It doesn't use a lot of carbon, although the printer does. So you're always balancing between your different amounts of carbon that you're using. Um, once you have something to eat, there's no real conversations. People don't really talk to each other. Since the last pandemic came through in 2030, people really keep their distance. No one really looks at each other. A lot of people now just wear masks all the time. They can't keep up with the jargon or the propaganda that's out there all the time, so they just prefer to mask up all the time. So when you leave, you decide you're going to go for a bit of a walk. As you walk along, you see all the billboards um, about our prestigious leaders, the politicians, that they don't really have elections anymore. It's now just they're there. They're just in place and you do what you're told. Now, society's become very progressive. So there's kids walking around with no tops on, men and women. Um, you can't, you don't really use gender anymore. You don't talk to someone as if they're a man or a woman. You don't want to get that wrong because if you say the wrong thing now in 2035, you could go straight to jail. And because not only are there facial recognition cameras, but there's pretty much everything around you, your phone, other people's phones pick up on your words as well. Um, if you say the wrong thing, not only are you going to get um, taken down to the police station, um, they've got, you know, the the um, drones are moving around. So you're always being watched. Remember, you, you know you're always being watched all the time, but it's not a problem because the only time you'd have a problem is if you're a bad citizen. So that's not an issue for you at all. Um, as you walk down, you sort of get down to, to what was called 7-Eleven. Um, but of course, now everything's automated there. So there's no cashiers. There's no cashiers in the McDonald's. There's no cashiers anywhere. Um, you no longer have ATMs. You don't use cash for anything anyway. So when you get to the 7-Eleven, the you can't enter the store. The food's all on the inside. And there's just a, like a little iPad where you scroll through what you want to purchase. Once you pick the right thing, again, you're using a little chip in your hand because, of course, there's no cash. Um, you know that you've got a certain amount of money that you must spend in the next week. So your usual weekly allowance has a, a use-by date. If you don't use it by that time frame, the money disappears. So you know that that weekly income needs to be spent in a correct manner. But at the same time, you've got to be very careful that you don't overstep your carbon footprint because as soon as you do that and you've done it before where you've gone and purchased something for a birthday party or for your mum or whatever else, as soon as you go outside of that carbon footprint, bam, you lose your access to all your money till the next paycheck comes through. So you've got to keep yourself mindful of that all the time. Um, so then as you're walking home, you're actually thinking to yourself how nice it would be to see your friends and your relatives, your family. You haven't seen them since last Christmas, but you know, you've got an allocated amount of times that you can actually leave your city because, of course, 
there's carbon footprints based on how much train usage you're using, how often you fly, um, how often you catch a bus. And of course, most people don't own cars. So if you're going to catch a train, you need to pick specifically which times of the year you're going to go out of the city to go and see your family. You know, you don't want to be selfish. And that's the big thing that the government keeps on telling you guys is that you don't want to be selfish. Don't don't go outside of the normal because you're going to kill grandma. You're not only grandma, you're going to kill the whole planet if you're selfish. Now, they keep on putting up uh, everywhere in the propaganda all around you. There, there's billboards saying how great uh, it is that everyone's bringing those carbon emissions down. They, they haven't shown any science behind any of it, but they're telling you that it's going down, that the numbers are going down and, and it's plateauing. Um, it hasn't hasn't got to where it needs to get to. That's going to take another 15 to 20 years. But because you're all being good citizens, it's heading in the right direction. So, you know, as much as you don't buy into all of it, you know, you don't really have a choice because unfortunately, 10 or 15 years earlier, no one stood up. And, and people now talk about the time when those people stood up and, and how much they wish they'd been part of what could have been a revolution. But now everyone just takes it as it is, uh, the, particularly the younger generation. They just understand that this is how things are and you know the children don't learn in the schools anymore it's all remote learning so there's not many reasons for people to leave their house you're a little bit old school that you like to get out and do things for yourself but mainly the kids are at home on their screens um, occasionally they'll, they'll exercise but it's usually doing you know some sport on the balcony of, of the smart city they don't really go out they'll play like uh, Wii Golf or whatever it's called uh, in 2035, but they don't really leave the apartment too much. They, they prefer to be inside. They do FaceTime their friends. There's lots of social media outlets where they can talk. Again, the only problem is you have to be very, very careful of what you say and what you post. You don't want to be too individualistic. You don't want to say anything negative about anything in the world because, you know, with a progressive society, there has to be benchmarks for what you can talk about and can't talk about. So, you know, you need to understand that to be a good person, to look after the planet and, and to make sure everyone's safe and well, you need to, to be careful with what you talk about online. And that's sort of the, the start of your day. By lunchtime, you know, you, you've realized that uh, two of your cards are about to go red, um, your health cards. So everyone carries a health card on their phone. Um, it can actually be accessed by swiping that chip in your wrist as well. But the health card basically means that you need to be up to date with all your shots, whether it's um, the COVID shot, which of course still is done every year, tuberculosis, um, smallpox, um, chickenpox, all the things that came back mysteriously after 2023, polio. You need to get all those shots and they're all mRNA shots. Um, and, and people have come to terms with the fact that their DNA is no longer the same. You know, this gene therapy has changed everyone. And it's kind of the scientific papers out there about whether we should still call people humans as such or, you know, if they've actually morphed into something else. But, you know, everyone just accepts it the way it is. Um, you, you go into the place to get your shot. Um, it's really easily done now. It's just a little um, pen prick into the shoulder. Um, some people do the ones under the tongue. Everyone has their own way of doing it. Um, of course, there were dissidents for the first few years, but they all got shipped away. They all got sent off to, to what they call wellness camps, which is places where they learn to understand what they need to be doing to have a better world, to, to, to look after each other, to, to save the planet and make sure that we're living our best possible life. Now, you know, as you walk home, you look across where there used to be like farmlands. Remember, there used to be cows and livestock and all those kind of things. But nowadays, 
that's all smart cities. And, but the smart cities, the high rises um, are in the hundreds of thousands now in that area. So really there's no rural areas. No one really knows what's outside of that because you get on your speed trains. Um, they really get you straight to where you need to go. If you get into, if you're lucky enough to own a car, the government now runs those cars to wherever they need to go. So, you know, the beauty of it is, and what they talk about the most is there's no, mon- no, no longer car accidents. No one dies in car crashes anymore because these cars are, are, you know, they go to where they need to go. They don't go anywhere outside of that. And, you know, if something goes wrong, they go straight to the police station. So it makes things much easier. And, you know, it took a while to get used to it, but the AI revolution has changed the way everyone lives. And, and you know, most people are grateful in some way, shape or form that, the AI revolution means that they don't have to work. And to you, it's a bit confusing, but they, they love it. They, they love the idea that Maccas is run by AI. Um, most business corporations are AI. Most conversations that are had are generated and run by AI. And, you know, you as much as some people miss the old books and things that they used to read, the government-run AI centers with books and podcasts and things like that, they are things that you... I've become used to now and and it's changed and maybe some people miss the emotional side of life and and the idea of, you know, having feelings and thoughts and processes like that. But it it becomes sort of like a Groundhog Day situation where every day is pretty much the same. And, you know, of course you see on the news about the royals and the elites and their their lives and, you know, where they go and what they do. And and they're, they're bringing these broadcasts to you from, you know, all different places around the world, Switzerland and Sweden. And, and, you know, of course, they're in beautiful places, beautiful lofts, and they get there by private jets and other things. But if it wasn't for them telling you what you should be doing, the planet would have died by now. It would be gone. And this way, you feel safe. And, you know, safety was what this was all about. All the people in the world wanted safety, and now they have it. And, and, you know, as, as much as it's different to what you've ever experienced, that safety is what people want for their children going forwards. They want a safe, protected world where their children don't have to worry about any bad stuff happening to them because they're protected in their little smart city, in their little room, with their um, radio playing, whatever the government decides is the best music for them to listen to, with their TV mainstream media propaganda. Um, this is the world that 2035 has become, and this is the way it's going to be. So I don't know what you guys think, but that's the dystopian life that I can see coming in 2035. I think, you know, we can see there's a push right now. We're now in 2023. We're going to come back to now. There's a push right now to go towards central banking systems, digital currency. There's a push right now to go towards digital ID. There's a push right now for all these different things. And they love the fact that COVID came along because they tested society to see how far along with all this stuff people would go. And now they're testing society with the talks about climate change and how it's going to change. If you look back to Al Gore's speeches in the year 2000 and Prince Charles and other uh, bureaucrats, these elite people, they were talking about the climate getting to a stage where the ice caps would be melted by 2013. So this narrative just keeps on changing. And they love the fact that everyone uh, pretty much complied with COVID because now they can say, well, you're going to have to comply with digital money. You're going to have to comply with smart cities. You're going to have to comply with all these different restrictions in your life. Because remember, when they start to take away things from you and they start to put in control mechanisms, you never get back to where you were before. Now, I don't know about you, 
but I don't want to be living in that dystopian nightmare. For me, I want to be living a life of freedom. I want to be living a life of outdoors. I want to be living a sustainable life of growing my own food. I want to have cash. I want to be able to trade without them knowing every single thing I buy or purchase or do. Remember, this is going to affect everyone. This is going to affect everything you do. Every aspect of your life will be monitored, every single thing. And it's not about criminality. It's about every little purchase you make, every little thing you do, everywhere you go, they'll be watching you. They'll have the cameras there. They'll be able to monitor your purchases. They'll know every single thing you do. Now, tell me, is that the lifestyle you want to live? Is that the world that you want to be in? Or do you prefer to live a life of freedom? Let me know in the comments. Please let me know if there's anything else you'd love me to do in these podcasts. And I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Peace.